Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Clipcentral.com. I love that track. All Around the World by Justin Bieber featuring Ludacris. Good morning. It is Wednesday, 11 a.m. and it's my favorite time of the week. This is the Rookies and Rockstar Show streaming live from Cliff Central on your WeChat app. We've got such an amazing uh, show today. I'm so excited. I'm surrounded by beauty and gorgeousness and sex appeal and prowess. And I've got great guests with me today. I've got a great interview, online interview with me today. And we're talking fitness and business. As you know, Rookies and Rockstars is just about finding opportunities, business opportunities right here on our continent, right here in our country. And as I know, entrepreneurs face many challenges on their journey to establish, to position and grow their brands. Now, what I love is talking to women because I'm a femme fatale myself and I love speaking to women who are in their game or at their A game or start a business or in the middle of your creating your business or really you've got a multi-billion rand empire. So it's about your entrepreneurial journey. It's about do you work with integrity? Do you deliver what you promise? Do you have entrepreneurial genius and prowess? Rookies and Rockstars is a show about personal growth. It's a show about value. It's a show about development. We try to inspire a pioneering culture, a mindset for those who dare to dream. So without any further ado, let's reveal my studio guests. Hello, ladies. Hello. Can I hear a what's up? (laughs) Hello, lovey. Can I hear? Hi, honey. Can I hear a what's up, Vicky? What's up, everybody? (laughs) Okay, so in studio this morning, we have... Oh, before we talk about extraordinary women, let me give a big shout out to my co-host, Jane Redestein, who is in, where is she at? She's in Italy and she's in Croatia with her husband. And you know what? She's going to come back to South Africa with great innovators business ideas so we miss you we love you and we miss you right here on rookies and rock stars but you know what i know you're with us in spirit and we can feel your fierceness across the globe so jade my co-host a big shout out from us here at cliffcentral.com in studio rookies and rock stars so let's get back to the studio right here on rookies and rock stars let me introduce who should i start with elizabeth moore Hello, everybody. How are you? Let me introduce you, honey. You are the founder of Brightbird Consulting, which assists clients in diverse industries to develop and implement strategies, improve performance, reduce costs, leverage technology, recover distress, and stimulate growth. You are an extremely astute entrepreneurial businesswoman, I love that, who has had 15 years of work experience across a diverse set of industries. Liz, you hold an MBA an honors degree in psychology, a marketing diploma, and is a qualified life and business coach. Liz believes that a healthy mind requires a healthy body. She follows an extremely strict fitness fitness training schedule and believes that discipline forms the foundation of an extreme work ethic and passion for life. Her hobbies include all flavors of sport. I love that. DJing, we love that. (laughs) Traveling and skydiving, we can talk about that. Absolutely. Welcome to the show, honey. Thank you so much for having me, Luby. We're going to talk about our skydiving experience together. Oh, I, I can't How wait. How cool was that? <laughs> How cool was that? It was epic. Absolutely epic. You know what? The reason I really wanted people to hear about you and what you do is that you exude such a great energy. And I love that about you. You're so focused. You're so determined. You're so tenacious. And I think young women would aspire to be like you. Thank you. So we're going to chat to you in a second. Victoria. Hello. The glamorous, <laughs> sexy Victoria. Okay. 
let's start off with you. So, Yay. 26 years old, and you're the owner of Gold Coast Tan. 25. 25, excuse <laughs> me, okay. I like that old. <laughs> <laughs> and you own Gold Coast Tan at the Cedar Square Shopping Center in Four Ways. Now, Gold Coast Tan is a tanning and beach lifestyle studio offering a boutique retail experience mm, in spray tanning. Sunbeds, tan cans, Sea Folly swimwear. What's Sea Folly, baby? Sea Folly is a swimwear brand imported from Australia. Okay, Boost Gymwear, fake bake tanning products, Ooh. Javianas from Brazil, we love that, Holster Sandals from Australia. Now, fitness and leading a healthy lifestyle plays a huge significance in your life. Therefore, you are extremely active. You have grown to be extremely involved, involved in EFC Africa, and you are the official EFC Africa ringer. Ooh la la. Grrr. I am also the rock star energy ambassador. That's why you're on the show in South Africa. And in 2010, you completed your courses in business management, marketing management, and public relations. Nice. In 2011, you completed a short course in project management. Educated, beautiful divas. Welcome once again. Thank you. Thank you, Luby. So, you know what? Let's start about startup businesses. I'm an actress. I'm an activist. I want to create my own wealth. I want to be part of corporate South Africa. What's the one thing, my starting point, that you would say to me as an individual? And you're speaking to women out there who don't have the career or knowledge of the business and corporate world out there. What would you say would be their first step? Let's start with you, Liz. Right. So I look. I would um, identify four aspects. Do you have what it takes? Do you have determination, humility, decisiveness, and an analytical mind? And that would be the starting point. I love that, Vicky. For me, I think um, once you find that fire in your soul for something that you really love and enjoy, not what mommy and daddy is telling you to do, not what your friends and family, especially when you just find that fire, start doing your research and have your knowledge in all aspects of the industry that you want to build a career or a business in. I spent time with both of you this weekend. Vicky, and I was on a photo shoot with you, actually. This is how I came. I was like, I've got to have this girl. <laughs> I've got to have this girl on my show. You said to me that Gold Coast, tell me about that history of being the owner and CEO of Gold Coast. Well, I was full-time in the modeling industry for a couple of years, and I was just looking for that extra kick. Absolutely. I found that I wasn't being challenged anymore, and I found wherever I was going in any job, I always wanted to kind of take over and have my own thing. I felt that I was working for different corporates and different companies um, in the entertainment industry, but it was never for me at the end of the day. And this, for me, the opportunity came up. I walked into the business one day. It's an existing business. And oh, 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 was it an existing yes, business Yes, it was already? an existing business. Actually, earlier in the year, last year, I was looking at buying something else, and it didn't work out with finance. So I thought, okay, let me carry on in the industry. Let me carry on pushing through. Um, something else will come up. I walked into the business the one day and the owner, the previous owner, told me she was selling and my heart dropped and that, that fire in your soul. Absolutely. I felt that gut feeling that I had to have this business. And I nece didn't necessarily think I was ever going to go into a tanning business from mm. entertainment. Mm. But for me, it all kind of works together and coincides. So I said to myself, I need to have this business. Um, I did everything I could. And What I does that mean? Her, oh, don't leave anything out right here oh, in Rookies and Rockstars. I feel like on radio you have to rush. So I'm like, <laughs> no, how no. can I scram <laughs> this into two minutes? You know what? It's the great energy um, you have in you. What, what do you mean when saying you had to do everything that you could? Well, basically the biggest setback was financing. Being in the modeling industry, you don't have 
um, payslips. Tell so the me bank, about it. Yep, the bank doesn't want to know anything. They don't even care how much is she, money is you she have. right, Liz? Absolutely. She's 100% right. You need to have credibility behind you in order to qualify for funding. Agreed. So it's often a big um, sore point when starting up a business is where do I find the money? Absolutely. We'll, 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 we'll get, get back to that. To that. Okay, remind me of that. That's a, great, that's a great information structure. Carry on, Vic. Um, so at that time, I went to every bank possible and applied for a loan. Um, eventually, my bank I'm actually with came through for me a day before my contract lapsed with the previous owner. Wow. I said to her, her doll. As I get Dal, Dal, I've got the money. She goes, no, Dal, really. She's like, after all this time, I've been asking you every week. And I said, I've got your money. Lawyer transferred it, and I said, okay, I'm coming in tomorrow. It wasn't even my day to take over. So I'm coming in tomorrow. I was actually one of the first clients at Gold Coast Tan, and I walked in there. I think I was about 23 years old, and I said to my mother when I walked out there, I only hope and wish to own something this beautiful one day where I can actually work for me and have something for myself. Absolutely. There's um, that passion again. There's that passion that again. Passion is so important. Tell us about Bluebird Consultancy. What okay. do you do there? Right. So, Brightbird Consulting was born out of a desire to assist clients in improving their businesses. Um, it's quite an, uh, long, it's a, an interesting story. I started out studying psychology, which means that I would have gone into assisting people with their problems. And I found that to be quite draining it's very emotive it's it's tough tough work helping people with their problems and through my career what's actually happened is i then studied business obviously an M- my diploma in marketing and the mba and through that i've morphed that need or desire to help people into a desire to help well um into helping people better their businesses i love that so would you agree ladies the starter process begins with knowing how to market your own brand. Um, in a cool, uh, uh, let, let me finish, in a cool, unusual and cost-saving way. How did you market Gold Coast? For me, it was about marketing myself as a brand. Um, in the modeling industry, I aimed to constantly be 10 steps ahead of everybody, always knowing everything that I was getting involved in, and then definitely becoming a marketable brand so that when I bought Gold Coast Tan, I didn't just oh, go buy a tanning studio. Mm. I knew that people knew I'm friendly, I'm punctual, I'm professional. People knew a lot about me before I bought the business. So as soon as I bought the business, a lot of people weren't even interested in tanning or sea folly swimwear specifically, but people come to support you when you become a marketable brand that yeah. people want to have, whether it's at a radio station, at a corporate event, people must want to have you a part of their business. Lee, um, are you your own number one client? I mean, you know, word of mouth, how important is that in, in marketing your own brand? Word of mouth is incredibly important and funnily yeah, enough. Like just not pitching your own ideas. You no. want to wanna pitch a successful campaign. Am I right, Vicky? Mm. I agree completely. It has to be about the bigger picture, not just about you. What can you do in the long term to create a long-lasting business and not just something for the moment, something like a legacy almost. Yes, yes. Key here is also relationship marketing. What you want to do is build a relationship with your clients so that there's a loyalty that is formed where they don't want to go to anybody but you. Absolutely. And I think that is intrinsic 
especially for entrepreneurs in today's age where there is so much competition out there. Absolutely. It's important to work on that relationship marketing, that relationship building. If I may add something there, yeah. um, a, fr- a good friend of mine said to me, because I was in quite a rush to franchise my business straight away and open another Gold Coast tan. Mm. <laughs> and then he actually said to me, you know what, Vix? It doesn't actually matter if somebody opens a business right next door to you. Mm. Victoria de Lima doesn't own it. And I said, mm. you know what, that's right. It doesn't matter if somebody else opens the same thing as you or strives to do something similar. That actually, That's actually quite flattering. Focus on marketing your business that's existing and creating that relationship with your clients to build something that you can maybe in time franchise or grow. You know what? I, I believe as entrepreneurs, you've got to be adaptable to change. You've got to go with the times and learn from your mistakes and move on. And being an entrepreneur is, it's not curated. You know, it's not living moment to moment. It's, it's a life experience and a life journey. I mean, do you see yourself doing this? For uh, for the rest of your life. I mean, Gold Coast. I mean, I want to buy a restaurant like? already. I'm uh, already on to the next with, thing. With cupcakes. <laughs> cupcakes. Uh, I just think you, you're so in business. You're so finding a love for everything around you constantly. And yeah. with business, you're so open-minded to everybody else's business and what yeah. they are doing that you're actually already planning for your next venture. Whether yeah. I franchise it or don't, I don't, or don't, I actually don't know at this stage, but for right now, you do have to focus on the existing, um, what's at hand. But I would, I don't even know where I'm going to see myself in a couple of years because so much has changed already in my life that I'm actually excited. For the excited. good. For the yes, good. definitely. For the Liz, positive is it the t- good. It, sorry to interrupt, Vivek. No, you uh, didn't. Is it tough being a female entrepreneur in a male-dominated business world, girls? Absolutely not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree completely. I was like, what kind of question is this? I love it. You know, I love no. it. Tell us, tell us, give we us the truth. We are absolutely at the top of the food train. Yeah. baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brains and beauty help a lot. Um, yeah. As Vicky can vouch I mean, for. You know, that's, that's old school, you know. That's 10 yeah. years ago when men were at the top of it. So yeah. um, I, I kind of think it doesn't matter, male, female, whatever color you are. If you've got business in your heart and your soul, just mm. go for it. For me, it's about how good you are in the field you're in. It doesn't necessarily take a man or a woman. It just takes that specific person. Mm. To make it work. You were saying, Liz? Passion. It's, it's, it's not about gender. It's about that fire in your heart that Vix was talking about. It's um, not letting go of a dream. And that is global. It's not male or female. Dreaming is the biggest thing. Absolutely. So if you have that dream, you have to go for it. And you have to apply yourself. And don't give up until you have that dream and you're holding that dream in your hands. Let's talk about management. Yes. In your businesses. Managing small sales, a small sales force is challenging. I mean, a startup business, as an entrepreneur, you don't have a sales force. You're doing everything on your own time, in your own way, because you can't afford or have the income to pay other people. Mm -hmm. But as the business grows, the sales team will be recruited. What have been your experiences with your sales force, Victoria? Um, This has been a very tough aspect for me, I'm not going to lie. Since I've taken over the business, I've realized that only you are the best in the business. And you've got to understand, someone working for you, it isn't their business. It it isn't their own. They go home at the time that they have to go home. They don't put in the extra hours. This is the very tough part for me. The sales aspect, I come into the shop and into the studio and we boom. It's about the energy that your sales representative has. So for me, I'm finding it quite difficult to find someone that has that similar fire and energy that I have enabled to actually push 
the sales up and to expand your business. But for me, when you have a business, you don't have a life. You have to be there mm. as much as you can and, all the time. And be Sudi, involved. you spoke about wanting a restaurant that is serious, I'm, no social life. Exactly. No VIP parties. They say it's blood money, but I believe <laughs> if you really, if this is so stressful. Like people think, oh, you have a tanning studio. And I want to laugh when people say that. I'm like, honey, dealing with international suppliers, clients, you know, it, it's such a challenge business having your own thing. But for me, I just, you constantly want more. Once you have that taste, you want more. And for me, I look at restaurants and I'm like, where's the manager? Where's the owner? Why isn't he interacting with his clients? And I love music. I love people. I'll always be involved in an industry or aspects that involve that. Liz, what do you have to say? I mean, uh, girls, I really want to spend a lot of time on this particular mm. issues management because, you know, I come from a family, uh, a, a legacy of supermarkets and it went up and down because of bad management. You know what I mean? Is that my parents weren't there to be the eagle eye over trusted employees, you know, which stole from them. They mm-hmm. lied, they cheated, all the, and I want to really go through that. Liz, let's go back to management. Yes, mm. managing small sales workforce is, is it a challenge? I think staffing and recruitment is actually one of the biggest challenges that most companies experience. Um, like Vic said, unless, somebody has a, an invested interest in the business, they're not going to apply themselves to the business as you would as the CEO and um, owner of the business. That said, I think one way to motivate staff is to implement a rewards and incentives program. Love that. Love that. Um, Do you agree, Vicky? I completely agree. Otherwise, they don't know why they're there. Yeah, they have um, to have that kind of a push. A carrot, so incentive yeah. is, is amazing. Absolutely. So I think if one can... Um, build such a program. Obviously, it's going to be unique to each business, um, but it definitely assists in motivating staff, keeping them on the track, on the right track, um, and getting the most out of them, which I think is what you have to have from your sales team. So the discussion is, are good managers rare to find? Call us mm. on 0861 You are listening to The Rookies and Rockstar Show, streaming live from Cliff Central on your WeChat. Find us on Twitter at cliffcentral.com. What's your Twitter handle, Victoria Delima? And Dilemma. my Twitter and Instagram is at victoriadelima1 and at goldcoast10sa. Lizmo? And I am at soldiergirl underscore za. I love soldiergirl. Okay, <laughs> let's hit some music. <laughs>
at you. Girl, there ain't no pain in me looking at you. I don't give a keep looking at my. Cause it don't mean a thing if you're looking at my. Huh. I'm gonna do my thing while you're playing with you. By the Pussycat Dolls. What's up, girls? What's Hi, up? We've been jamming. Pop <laughs> and drink. So you are, so you are listening to the Rookies and Rockstars on Cliff Central, streaming live from We App Chat. To contact us, you can tweet tweet us at Twitter. Cliff Central. <clears throat> Cliff Central. You're dancing a bit too much. You're then. dancing a little bit too much during the ad break. <laughs> so you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com. You can tweet me at Subimboya, one word, or WeChat. My ID is Subimboya. My co-host, Miss Beautiful Jade Renestein, is in Croatia and Italy, but you can still contact her on WeChat at Jade Renestein or Twitter at Joeborn underscore Jade. And my guest, Victoria Dilemma. How can we get hold of her? Oh, on Twitter or Instagram yes. at Victoria Delima One or Gold Coast Tan SA. Lismore. Soldier Girl underscore ZA is my Twitter handle and then website. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dot Bright Bird. That's your Okay, ladies, so let's continue with the conversation. Why yes. are good managers so rare? So we touched on the point that you have to recruit the right people. People who are just as enthusiastic as you are, but I mean that's a tough thing to do. Um we also need to ask the right questions. Um, they have to enjoy learning on their own. I mean, they have to be self-reliant mm. and they have to work hard without little supervision. Mm. Am I on the right? Am I on the right page here? You are on the right page. Okay. Your employees fit, fitting in with the culture of your company. Let's talk about that. Right. Uh, Liz. I think cultural fit is extremely important and that will go hand in hand with the recruitment process. So if you have a thorough recruitment process whereby you have a first interview, which includes just getting to know the person, um, very basic, not too long. A second interview would probably include a more in-depth um, interview whereby you can get to know the person, their job response, what they're currently doing at the moment, um, what their passions are. And engage in a conversation where you can get to know the person. You know, take it down a level, become personal. Get to know the person who you are going to be hiring um, and who are going, who's going to be part of your team. So I think the recruitment process is key. And I think a lot of companies fail to do that. Mm. And that's where things go wrong. Mm. And the key point here is that you need to be um, a fay with employment, the Employment Act. Um, and... The recruitment process, therefore, needs to be um, done properly because it's not like you can just hire someone and fire them in South Africa. We're not in the States where if somebody's not doing a job, well, you, you know, tell them to pack their bags and they must leave. Um, here, there has to be three written warnings in 90 days. Oh, CMA. <laughs> oh, and there's the CCMA. Yeah. So, oh, you laugh like you've been there. Employees have a lot of power and that's why it's important to do the recruitment process properly. Uh, there's a question here on studio chat. Would you agree? Any one of you can answer. 
would you agree that checking and and potential employees' Facebook accounts, mm. Twitter, and so forth? Mm. I mean, how relevant is that in this day and age? I mean, ten years ago, that was relevant. null and void. Let's talk about that. That's great. Mm. And being so much on social media, mm. I definitely think um, you have to be aware of what they're doing because they come in there and they're next like, oh, thing. I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't go out. Yeah. And the next minute it's like all over Facebook what they're doing. I'm not saying you they're can't boring. have a life, yeah. but, um, you know, Facebook and, and Instagram has become such an invasion of our lives. But mm. it is such a huge aspect. And part of that recruitment agency, I think it's such a big thing to say, would you mind if we have a look at your Facebook account? Can we take these things into account? Because you need to be involved in that recruitment process. For me, one of my personal mistakes was when I went through a recruitment agency, I was just kind of there in the last interview. I think I wish that I went through every step, as you're discussing now, every step through the recruitment process before you hire somebody. And I definitely, definitely think social media is a huge aspect because it is almost a part of our lives today. We check it every five minutes. And that's, we'll go straight onto social media like, after And that. you know what? That's a true reflection of your persona. Yeah. You know what I mean? A I mean, little bit that people don't exactly, know Exactly. The, the things that you kind of leave out in an interview. Mm. Yes, Liz. Yeah, I think the social media aspect is key. Um, looking at Facebook, looking at Twitter, even looking at LinkedIn accounts mm. um, give you information that wouldn't usually come to the fore. Yes. So <laughs> it does give <laughs> Yeah. So it is one way of doing a little bit of private investigation about the type of per- well, about the person that you're interviewing. Um, and I know that a lot of agencies and companies do it without even asking permission, just because you can. Um, and it's definitely one way to find out a little bit more about the person, their personality, their likes, their passions in life, and obviously how they conduct themselves in public. Um, so listen to this. A friend of mine is working in a retail uh, uh, trade and for a very global company. And they actually, one of the interview per, uh, processes was going on a polygraph, y'all. What? That's, I'm telling That's you. That's a huge thing with the recruitment. Uh, I mean, they put polygraph, you on a polygraph. Really? Mm. In this, like, I've heard that too. And even after a lot of people, even they pass the polygraphs yeah. and they actually end up being Psychotic. terrible. <laughs> yeah, they end up actually being <laughs> terrible employees because I was That's speaking insane. to a friend of mine that owns a recruitment agency and she said to me, even people that actually take the polygraph test, it, sometimes it doesn't work out. So yeah. you actually have to get to know that person. It boils down to that personal level and getting to kind of, you know, just get into that little that part of their hearts and souls and seeing what they are about. I completely agree. Liz? I think one thing that we must also consider is what are you trying to convey by putting people on a polygraph before you <laughs> even hired them? You know, what type of what type of company are you? Do you... Do you not trust? Um, you know, what are you, what are you trying to convey? What are you trying to put across? And that's another aspect that you need to consider. You don't want to just because you're making, in. you know what, you're also you're making in, people you're immediately like a criminal. A criminal. Like a criminal. You're making them feel like a criminal. Yes, Liz, I'm listening. Yeah, you're instilling fear Absolutely, in the <laughs> incumbents, and they. I mean, start. Babes, it. listen to this. This friend of mine. I mean, the whole weekend she's like, oh my god. Because I mean, your heart. It's got you to know, your heart rate. I'm a, sure. A, exactly. You know, she was stressing the whole weekend, and apparently she passed the polygraph, got the job, but apparently it was. Um, um, questions based on ethic, like okay. had you stealing money from your friend's wallet, blah, blah. <laughs> but still, I mean, you know, the intensity of all of that. A question to Vicky yeah. on Cliff Central WeChat. I just bought Hello. a boutique. I'm currently unemployed. When would be the right time to assign and work full-time at the boutique? And is it possible to to work full-time and still run a business on the side. Do you think she's specifically asking me? Because that seems like a personal question to do with my business specifically. It's, it's for you. It's a question to Vicky. Right. 
but it, it seems like she's specifically asking to work at my at my business. Take it anywhere you, you okay. want, girl. Um, I think, of course, you sign almost like a non-compete when you work at a at a business or boutique. For me, um, I know there's other people just as driven and as positive as me. So if I'm going to have you working at my salon or boutique, I don't know if I'd be 100% happy if you'd have another business on the side because mm. your focus isn't going to be at mine. Mm. And... Um, I mean, I don't want you, obviously, you're going to be tempted to get to know your clients. You're going to have a personal relationship with my clients, We're going to talk which about might that. turn into yours. Absolutely. So I wouldn't feel 100% comfortable with that. But also, at the end of the day, you can't, um, you know, put a, put a seat back um, under your, for your own dreams. So it's a very tough one, that, because I always work for everybody else, but I always had my own motive and how am I going to build my business. As long as you're not mm. stepping over anybody else's business and their clients and their kind of work ethic, then go for it. But for me personally, that wouldn't work, somebody else having a business on the side while you're working happy with me. that. Because the, the focus needs to be 110% with mine, and then you'll reap the, the rewards and have benefits if you're 110% there with me. So listen, Vicky, are we in agreement that we cannot assume as the entrepreneurs of a new business – that the salespeople will share your product knowledge, your work ethics and feelings of being responsible for your business and for that business to succeed. Liz? Right. So on that note, I think it's important to ensure that there's team building. Team building yes. is key. Yes. Um, yes. And yes. training. Yes. Training and team building are two things that yes. every business should adhere to on a regular basis. Um your staff need to be trained up on the products and services that you offer. They need to be able to, they need to be a source of knowledge so that when clients ask them about products and services, they come across as knowledgeable. Yes. And team building for me is also huge because you need to develop a culture. You need to enthuse, enthuse your team with your energy, with your passion, um, and with your drive. And the only way that that can be passed on is through team building by spending time with your company, um, spending time with the people on the floor. I think a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of times what happens is managers and CEOs get so stuck in the higher echelons of managing and being a CEO and they forget to come down to ground level part mm. of the team. and spend time with the people who actually make things happen. So from that point, um, yeah. So, so we're saying training, motivation, mm. Mm. right? Communication, uh, rewards. Yes. How, what do you believe in, what do you believe of mentoring, Vicky? I think for me personally, in the beginning of the business, I thought, okay, I'm just going to get somebody else in and I'm just going to do my thing and be in and out. I've literally built my office at the back of my studio and that is how I mentor my clients and, it's, and my that. employees. I'm there all the time. They need me. I'm at the back. Give me a shout. I literally, I think my business looks better than my home does because <laughs> I live there. That's how I mentor my employees. Yeah. And that's how you become a part of the team and just show that you're not there to actually just own that person or manage that person. You're there to work together. And as you mentor them, teach them about the products, they actually, they, they watch you. They observe and they start to see this is how you it's done. You lead by example. Mm-hmm. By example, exactly. Uh, Liz, for you. Yes. Um, business. Yes. When your employees start moonlighting, we've just spoken about that. Um, they're not serious about their employment steal your money or steal your customers? Sure. Is, is that something that's consistent in being a startup business? Are these the kind of things that you find? Mm. Startup, okay. You know what? Rookies and rock stars, we speak about people in their entirety of their business journey, entrepreneurial mm. journey. So whether you're a startup, but I like to focus on startup myself because that's where I'm at in my life. Mm. But this can really be um, inspiring and motivating for those people who are 
you know, in, not in the beginning of their entrepreneurial journey or really are making the bucks, but they're small things that they're the loopholes. Mm. So what do you say when situations like that arise? Well, I'm happy to say I've never <laughs> experienced that. For those who have. But I don't, I, I think it still comes from you. I think if you are, if you are a trustworthy and an honest person and peop, and you're transparent and authentic with your staff and that they feel that they are part of a team, they are less likely to steal your clients or go behind your back and do, you know, those notorious things. Yeah. Um, so I think, again, it comes from you. You need to be the, the, the cent- central point of the business. Mm. People need to need to be dedicated to you and the business. And again, that comes from the way that you manage. Um, I can't say it enough, but yeah, the passion, the drive, it's something that you have to continuously put out there. Continuously um, put out there. You're right. And as long as your, as long as your staff feel like they are part of the team, they're less likely to obviously do those things. Gold Coast. I mean, you haven't always gotten everything right. Mm. No. So, uh, share with I us. I go with threatening them. <laughs> <laughs> the big stick. Uh, you you <laughs> know what stick. I mean? I bring out that tanga and then they know. <laughs> um, no. Give us a couple of um, examples. No. It, it, what have it, you learned? It's very tough. Um, I learn constantly every single day something new. I think I'm on the right track and then something happens. But that's how you learn. That's how mm. you better. Mm. That's how you, you expand the business. That's how you grow. I think these risks are always going to be involved. But you can't be like, oh, well, she might steal from me, so let me just never hire anybody. Um, it is about yeah. creating that personal, beautiful relationship with your with your employee, making sure she knows who the boss is. So she knows you're the boss, but she almost will unlikely do something that will jeopardize you because you create such a foundation in the relationship, he or she, sorry, um, such a foundation in the relationship with your employee that slim to none, it might not happen to you, but it can. But you've got to be realistic with the risks involved. And the, you've got to work around them or work with it. Your setbacks, Liz? I think for me, um, as a startup, one of the biggest challenges I have had is that I'm chief cook, bottle washer and everything yeah. else. So man, time management for me is one of the biggest. And you're, you're big on the gym, so yeah. you want to fit that in as and well. Being huh? in the gym, yeah, baby. <laughs> got to keep his body looking fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I think. Your setbacks being what? What have what setbacks. have you what so have yeah. you what have you experienced? I think that we can learn from. Mm, I think time management is key. I think what I what I've learned, and this is through a process of trial and error, mm. is blocking off time to ensure that you get to the marketing, that you get to you know managing your sales, that you get to doing um, updates on the website, that you're feeding your social media feeds with new information. Yes. Um, to how important doing is admin? It, uh, how how important is a website? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, let's get back to yeah. that. I've got a caller on, um, a personal friend that I met at WBFF, and I know she's oh, your friend oh. too, Victoria. We're gonna get back to websites. Okay. Yes. How important that is Absolutely. in your startup business. Um, Lauren Daniels, are you there, Buren? Laura? I'm, I'm here, I'm here, and I hear you there with my gorgeous friend Victoria as well. <laughs> Hi, Laura! And she's looking beautiful today. Oh, I wish I could see you guys, man. Thanks, thanks so much for ha- having a moment to chat to us right here on Cliff Central, and you are on Rookies and Rockstars, and for me personally, my love, you are a rock star. You have traveled around the world, and you've made 
some amazing breakthroughs in the fitness industry, especially being a WBFF Pro Card wow. um, holder. But not only do you compete or did compete, you also have a healthy and nutritional food cookbook out. Tell us more about the transition from uh, a kick-ass competitor into now the educational part of the the masses of, of South African markets when it comes to health and fitness. Oh, Kibi, thanks for the for the introduction. Wow. <laughs> you know how um, I go. You know how I roll. Yeah, I know. But, yes. Well, basically, winning your pro card as an athlete, it's basically the highest achievement that you can get as, an, as a competitive athlete. But most athletes think that getting your pro card is just going to open all these doors for you. People, all these sponsorships are just going to line in front of you, money is just going to flow in and yeah. it's really, really not like, like that. Competing, actually, you just spend money, you don't make money from uh, it. So I, it's up to you to take that pro card and use it to your advantage that is, and to make... Yeah, to make a business out of it. You know what? I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I'm so feeling what you're saying because that's exactly how it is in the arts. You get all these uh, accolades and all this validation and all this, you know, sensationalism about, you know, what a superstar and movie star you are. But you're putting out more than you're getting back. So I love that space of which you're advising the reality of, of the world that we live in. We're listening. It's, it's very, very true. You don't, nothing just lands in your lap. You really need to make make the industry work for you and find a gap in the market that you can that you can use to grow and to make money from it. At the uh, end of the day we all want to we all need to make money and need to make a living from our passions, but it it just doesn't land in your lap. Um so the nutritional cookbook so that was yes. a spin-off. Obviously, you've got the knowledge, I mean, an experiential knowledge. You've got the passion. You've got the flavor. And you had a vision of something that could sustain you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. I started competing um, in fitness competitions about four years ago, three to four years ago. Mm. And I was introduced to some coaches, some well-known coaches. Mm. And they basically put you on these diets of just, Fish and broccoli and no fat, no good carbs. What Liz lives on. Cupcakes, my baby. Have another cupcake. Have another cupcake. Yeah, and it's yes, terrible. Yeah. You, can't, you can't eat like that. It's not sustainable. It's depressing. It's, it's awful. Boring. So I started, I've always loved food. I wanted to be a chef when I was small. So I started experimenting with healthy food mm. and replacing the bad ingredients with healthy ingredients. Mm. And I started developing awesome things like cheesecake, muffins, cupcakes, waffles, <laughs> cupcakes. And yum, you yum. can't believe it's healthy and it tastes so good that I actually prefer it to the, to the unhealthy version. Wow. And I started including them in my diet and I'm able to keep a six-pack, I'm able to have great energy, I'm healthy, but I still enjoy good-tasting food. And that's what I want to really do is just educate people that healthy food and healthy diet doesn't have to be plain and boring and, and just, just want to just run to the nearest yard and get a bar one. You can actually enjoy the food. Lauren, but what's going to differentiate you from the rest of uh, the health and fitness sector when it comes to cookbooks there's so many out there you know we've got so many diets and fads and trends my god it's coming out of our ears what yes. what is your cookbook going to how's that going to be exceptional you know how are you going to break away from that that pack of cookbooks and dietary cookbooks more, more importantly 
Okay, well, Hibi, I'm not trying to promote really a diet. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. promoting a lifestyle. I'm promoting recipes that are easy to make. Men can make them as well. Um, it's not just focused on women. And you can add them in, into your lifestyle really easy. Um, most of the books out there, they, they say they're healthy, but are they really? Mm. Um, and mostly my, my books, I'm going to be focusing on education, which is I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's so many, like you say, articles, books, and people getting confused. What is healthy, what's not? So I've mm. got a great team that I'm working with. So when we release the ebook, we've got some things coming up. We're going to be doing workshops and so, coffee cooking so, classes. Nice. Nice. So Lauren, sorry, Lauren. So it, it hasn't been launched yet. You, uh, you're still in the process? Yes, I'm still in the process. Okay. We're going to have a, a launch party, and you'll be seeing on social media all the posts about it, where you'll be able to get it. Um, I'm actually bringing out not just one, I'm bringing out a series. I'm starting from the morning and working my way up to evening. So I'll start with my first one will be a breakfast ebook. So it'll be your healthy breakfast, but, mm. but it includes waffles, pancakes, donuts. Ooh, are, are um, you listening, Vicky? I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is watering here. Um, yeah, and it just keeps it interesting. It adds a nice flake to it. It's not just your boring and then it also provides um healthy um education it provides education on on the food that you're eating and how it affects your body which is very very important because you can't just eat anything um when you're trying to maintain your weight or lose weight you do need to know how food affects your body and that's what different about my ebook it's going to give you that education as well what do you think about that Liz? Mm, i think that's brilliant give people information that they can use that's relevant to what they're doing, i.e. to your fitness um, competitors, Absolutely. and package it the way that she's packaged it mm. um, in a series form is brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? And I love the fact, Lauren, that it's going to touch base to the ordinary man in the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, you know, it's such a small sector of, you know, of the fitness industry that do the whole, you know, pro card and, and heavy comp- uh, competitions. You know, that's a very small sector of our population. So I'm glad that you're realizing or have realized that there's a need and a want for people to want to look like them, mm. but you really don't have that much of a discipline to. And you know what? You, you know, being a, a real hardcore fitness athlete is expensive. Yeah. So it, it's about really, you know, having a, a grassroots level approach to people um, taking their own livelihood and, and, and health into their own hands. What do you think about what she's doing, Victoria? Um, you know, what I think Laura's doing, for me, the, the key point there that triggered in my mind was the education. Yeah. Everybody's hearing from all these fitness models, um, all these blogs, you need to do this, you need to do that. Absolutely. Educate. It's too much. You need to be educated. You need to know your specific body type and you need to know what works for you. Yeah. Once you're educated in that, no matter what anybody else tells you, you're going to follow what works for you. And that's what Laura is doing. She's educating everybody to go into the direction of of what what works for them. I think Vic's Absolutely. actually touched Vic's touched on a brilliant point there. Um one a diet is not for everybody. Everybody has a different physiology mm. and what works for one person won't necessarily work for another. And the key is to find what works for you. Love that. Um, and I think if you are, if you have the time and you're willing to spend the time finding that out, Love the that. results will speak for themselves. Lauren, how can people uh, get in touch with you? Um, when is the launch? You know, give us the info. We want to be there, and we better get invites right down to Central, huh? You, you guys are definitely <laughs> going to get invites. Um, but if you want to find out, um, I've released a lot of free recipes. They really are awesome. 
Um, if you want to see more or find out where they are, you can go to face, my Facebook page. Um, that's where the largest collection is. It's Laura D. Recipes. So Laura D. Recipes, yes. Yeah, Laura D. Recipes. And then you'll find a whole collection. I release about two to three recipes a week. Nice. And then my ebook um, that's got the, the exceptional recipes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Love gonna that, yeah. It's going to be launching, I'm thinking the 1st of September is probably the date. We're going to have the launch party in August. So you guys will get invites for that. And then after that, we'll have the ebook release. And it's not going to be expensive, which is also nice. Because I'm I'm also, uh, it's going to be catering towards um, not just South Africa, other countries as well. Um, Well So it's not going to be too expensive. Um, And it's going to be something you can just really just, it's easy to make. You can add it into your lifestyle. And like you say, Kubi, no one wants to be, not everyone wants to be a fitness model and walk around ripped. With their thongs, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and is it always that healthy for your body? No, it's not. Having such low body fat is not good for you. So I'm really trying to promote healthy lifestyle, um, healthy snacks for kids that appeal to everyone, you know? Laura Daniels, describe yourself in one word. In one word? In one Try, honey, try. In one word, describe yourself. Sure, I'll just, can I say go get a drink with? <laughs> That's yeah. good for me. That's good enough for me. Thank you so much. So uh, Twitter handle. What's your Twitter handle, love? Twitter handle is Laura Daniels with a Z on the end. Oh, with a Z on the end. Thank you so much. You're an inspiration. You're beautiful. You're a force to be reckoned with. And good luck with your tasty nutritional food cookbook. We love you. Thanks, guys. Love you lots. And thanks for having me on the show. Bye. Love you. Bye, Laura. Bye. <laughs> Music. Y'all don't get it, do ya? Type of money, everybody acting like they knew ya. Go uptown, New York City, bitch. Some Spanish girls love me like I'm out with Twitter. Tell Uncle Luke I'm out in Miami too. Clubbing hard, fucking women, ain't much to do. Wrist playing, got a condo up on Biscayne. Still getting brain from a thing, ain't shit changed. How you feel, how you feel, how you feel? 25 sitting on 25 mil, uh. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. Rest in peace, Mac Dre. I'ma do it for the pay, okay? Getting paid, we'll holler whenever that stop. My team good, we don't really need a mascot. Tell tune, light one, pass it like a relay. YMCMB, you niggas more YMCA. Me, Franny, and Molly Mall at the cribbo. Shot goes out to Nico, J, and Chubb, shot to Gibbo. We got Santa Margarita by the leader. She know even if I'm fucking with her, I don't really need her. Ah, oh, that's how you feel, man, that's really how you feel. Cause the pimpin' nice cold, all these bitches wanna chill. I mean, maybe she won't, then again, maybe she will, I can almost guarantee she know the deal, real nigga, what's up? Now she want a photo, you already know though, you only live once, that's the model nigga, YOLO, and we bout it every day, every day, every day, like we sitting on the bench nigga, we don't really play, every day, every day, fuck what anybody say, can't see him cause the money in the way, real nigga, what's up? One time, fuck one time, I'm calling niggas out like the umpire, seven grams in the blunt, almost drowned in the pussy, so I swam to her butt, it's east side, we in this bitch, Wish a nigga would like a tree in this bitch And if a leaf fall, put some weed in that bitch That's my M.O. at a beat of that shit I'm fucked up, tore down I'm twisted, door knob Talk stupid, off with your head Nigga money talks and Mr. Egg Yeah, I'm so young money Got a drum on the gun in the jazz of bunny Funny how honey ain't sweet like sugar Ain't shit sweet Niggas on the street like hookers I tongue kiss her other tongue Ski, 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 water gun Oh my God now she want a photo, you already know though yeah. You only live once, that's the motto nigga YOLO And we bout it every day, every day, every day Like we sitting on the bench nigga, we don't really play Every day, every day
Um, you're on air, baby. On when, air, you, when you said lesbian and sexy chick, <laughs> that, was Drake. A bit <laughs> that was Drake on Mother. It's all cool. It's on radio, baby. Oh, Anything can go down. So you are listening to Rookies and Rockstars. Okay, we've got five minutes left, ladies. Let's talk about startup businesses, mm. money, websites, social media. Yes. What do you have to say about all three? Right, Liz. Right. So one of the biggest issue, well, one of the biggest gripes that one of the biggest gripes that <laughs> entrepreneurs, um have to face is where do they find the money to build the business yes and there are actually a few options available um the one is an angel investor and angel investors are usually affluent individuals who provide capital for business startup um usually in exchange for debt or ownership equity you also get your venture capitalists and they usually um, assist companies, early stage or high potential growth startup companies. And what they do is they, um, they, they, um, request or demand a percentage of the company or they want to own a percentage of the company. Mm. The other option is you can go to the bank and get a loan. Um, the best two options though is asking for funding from family. And mm. the second best option is to bootstrap. What is bootstrapping? Right. So bootstrapping means that you are funding the building of the business on your own. So as you make money, you're plowing it back into the company. Um, and it's the best way to go about building a company because you're not giving anybody else mm. a percentage or ownership of your company. It remains 100% yours. Startup business, Victoria. Websites versus social media. For me personally, um, we did have a website. Um but just because I was full-time in the entertainment industry before this, people follow me on social media, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So I just found there was a, um, a larger lack in the website. So I decided for the meantime actually to cancel it. And uh, people follow every move I'm making on social media. And what we are talking about earlier, constant updates. I'm constantly updating you are, you are. to do with Gold Coast Hand, to do with me as a brand. And that's how people are following it. So um, for me at the moment, social media is definitely key and one of the top three keys for me in um, marketing my business. Victoria Dilemma. Dilemma? Mateus Dilemma. 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 How can people find your boutique? How can we get hold of you? Okay. Tell us your social networking buzz. So it is Gold Coast Tan SA on Instagram. I'm a lot more active on Instagram than anywhere else. So yeah. it's Victoria Dilemma 1 and Gold Coast, Gold Coast Tan SA. We're in the Cedar Square Shopping Center on the mm -hmm. upper level right by the Virgin Active. Sorry, it's simple. <laughs> so literally, right, people are like, I can't find you. I'm like, we're literally right by the Virgin Active. It's about two shops away, and we've got bright, bright blue branding. It's a beautiful studio, and you really do come in there for the experience. And um, 
Yeah, so that's the most, uh, what I always say to people next to the Virgin Active. So people are balancing their healthy lifestyle. They go, they come in for a quick tan and they go to the gym. So there. Liz, where can we get hold of you? Right, so I have a website, www.brightbird.co.za. Um, Twitter handle is soldiergirl underscore ZA. And then I'm obviously on Facebook as well. And that is Elizabeth Soldiergirl Moore. Laura Daniels, Laura Daniels, Victoria de Lima. Elizabeth Moore, you are a woman of vision. You exude self-confidence. You have integrity. You have energy. You have courage. <laughs> and you're creative in every single field. Thank you so much for joining me. I've had Thank a blast. Mm. Um, I love your passion and drive and determination. And you know what? You have inspired and motivated me to become a startup business. So thank you so much for joining me and Jade, who's overseas, on the Rookies and Rockstar shows. We'll be back next week, Wednesday, right here, streaming live from cliffcentral.com on your WeChat app. And we're out.